Abstract Athlete Podcast, a collision of art, sports, and science. Welcome, everyone. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Abstract Athlete Podcast. As always, we really want to thank our great listeners and our awesome sponsors for their support. Remember, any questions or comments, please send it to info at theabstractathlete.com. Also, a reminder to check out our other podcasts on the Abstract Athlete Network, The Abstract Doctors with Dr. G and Dr. C. You can follow us on social media under The Abstract Doctors, or you can check us out at theabstractdoctors.com. Also, One Man's Ethos, the Tony Mandridge podcast. You can follow us at onemansethos.com or check us out on social media at One Man's Ethos. You can also follow Tony on Instagram at Tony Mandridge or on Twitter at Tony underscore Mandridge. And you can check out his awesome photographs at TonyMandridge.com. Stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com for information on subscription boxes and on upcoming events and workshops. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms instagram facebook and twitter really excited to have on the podcast today high performance mentor author and entrepreneur and former baltimore ravens and record-setting georgia tech running back prince daniels jr we're going to chat about his journey into meditation mindfulness and wellness and his great work as a high performance mentor. We're also going to talk about his past as a professional athlete and his drive and his incredible energy. Make sure to follow him on Instagram at Prince A D J R, and you can stop by his website at PrinceDanielsJr.com. Let's welcome Prince Daniels Jr. Hey, hey, hey. Um, How you doing? I'm awesome and, and, well, you know, things are so freaking bizarre in the world. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, they are, man. I, I live right down the street from all that shit, so. Uh, really? I'm in Richmond, Virginia, so. Okay, um, wow, you not, live right around the corner. Yeah, about 90 minutes, so. Um, yeah. So it's just so, straight up, I don't know. You? You're allowing it to affect you, well, not as much. Not so much. I mean, Richmond's such a weird, I'm from Ohio, like from Columbus okay. and moving down here 20 years ago, it was just so weird. Cause this is like, you know, the capital, of the Confederacy and like all those monuments that used to be on now, now, or thank God they're gone. But those right. monuments of, uh, civil war, uh, you know, Confederate soldiers on, on this road. And it's just like, what? what where did i move like it's just bizarre man like so i mean there's been a lot of a lot of stuff like over the summer that happened in a really good way like the the protests down there have been like really great um and there's yeah i'll send you an image if i can find it you might have already seen some of them where there was a statue that they the 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 protest completely took over this area and they there's graffiti everywhere it became like this really cool park of sorts for people to gather so it was it was just kind of a cool thing um that something so ridiculously racist and 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 ridiculous that it's there became kind of a a place of kind of 
gathering. So of course it's not the time to gather with, right. with COVID, but um, so you, know, <laughs> you can say that again, right? It's it's <laughs> the times are weird, man. I mean, geez, the times are weird, man. I mean, you, you know, um, I guess you know the the the, the world, or the universe reaches tipping point, and it's just like, well, humanity has to do something. We have to, yep. we have to respond in the most intellectual and civilized way. If not, then um you know everything that we work for is going to be destroyed so yep absolutely mindful of that well dude i'm recording by the way thank you like it's cool it's cool to actually meet you like because you know i think when like you originally reached out and then you know like to find out you know like just like you completely fit in the like what we talk about in terms of like you know uh that that collision of arts and sports and and mindfulness and wellness and all these things and like so this you know like i always just say when i bring people on man it's like this is like your platform it's just like really just a straight up conversation i just like it to go everywhere but i you know just like looking into your past like you have such a cool story um like you were a walk-on at georgia tech became like a two-time all conference uh running back oh academic yeah all yeah, academic yeah, too. I, I like to throw that in it. yeah no no dude i <laughs> hey man i i mean and that's that's actually like seriously i i when i teach it at virginia commonwealth and and i so i work with a lot of athletes and yeah. and i was i played baseball at ohio state and i know how difficult it is to be a student athlete you know just like yes. in terms of like the time and like mm-hmm. people just do not understand like you wake up in the morning and your day is built and you have no, right. there's no free time and stuff. So like to be an academic all American is epic, but you're like the, I mean, oh. like just to keep going on, it's just like, right. you're like I mean, no, it's like, it's, it's, it's some cool shit. Like, because like oh, you're the thanks, fourth man. leading, fourth leading rusher. I don't know if you still are uh, at Georgia yeah. tech. I'm the fifth now. Somebody fifth. Moved That's what I was ranking. wanting to say. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you did, or still do have the all time rushing bowl record. Like you yeah, have some do. like, incredible and then you were drafted by the ravens you were with them for three four years um and and so like you have this really cool history and then like when your career ended you started this like really this journey through mindfulness and and you know you know i'm definitely going to promote your your web page because i think it's so informative um prince daniels jr i'll put it on um on the uh podcast information page and stuff but thank you but like you also you just released a book but you also have a book that you did a couple years ago i guess it's like two books but it's kind of the same one is that is that correct but it's like for for different age groups so like right you know like we can go all over the place with you as far as i'm concerned (laughs) because um i mean like one of the things i always loved you know like it in your bio i think it kind of talks about this and maybe why you got into your journey through wellness is that end of your playing career like like and i know this personally is like when i stop playing it's like you're just kind of lost it's like what am i supposed to do and and um like maybe we can start there like but i also there was one thing that like i wanted to mention that i i I love you have this quote that's on your page that um again like i think one of the cool things about you is like a, I think you're inspiring as an athlete 
because mm-hmm. of where you came from, like in terms of like you were a walk on, like that's, that's not easy. Yeah. Um, but you say something in, in, on your page again, it says nothing is impossible unless you truly believe it is. And I just, it's a, it's a mindset. And, and that goes back to really yeah. truly being an athlete to me, but that's yeah. what we're trying to bring into like a creative realm, which I think you're probably doing in the wellness right. realm. And it's just like really, right. it's inspiring. So go. <laughs> <Correct>. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was awesome, man. I appreciate that run. Uh, uh, yeah, for me, uh, so when it comes to creativity, it's something that we all have. And we've been uh, blanketed um, mentally thinking that we we cannot tap into our creativity. You know, just to make, it, make, make a long story short, I'll just use uh, the analogy of the movie Hook yeah. with Robin Williams. Um, right. And so, you know, how, uh, I think it, it starts off with every kid. We're all imaginative. Uh, we have this, this incredible imagination and this, this incredible creativity, uh, that, that, that we are, that we come from, that we derive from. And, and then we become adults and we, yep. we, 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 you know, we take on these roles and these characters and this is how we're supposed to act. This is what we're supposed to do when, I was a child, I did childish things, but when I became an adult, I put those childish things away and, and I spoke like an adult, I act like, I act like an adult, but you know, there's that last thing that they forget is that don't forget to lose, um, don't forget to, to maintain that childlike spirit. Yep. Uh, and so, you know, as you watch the movie Hook, you know, that, that was what they were reminding Peter Pan, like, how did you forget about, you know, Neverland, you know? And, and it's so true. It's so true because we forget about all the things that we wanted to be. We, 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 ha- we set no limitations for ourselves. And, and now when we become adults, we forget about, we, we forget about that. And so we are on a quest to find that again. And I, that's what I did, man. I, um, I, I accomplished a lot of things, but I definitely did not feel that I accomplished, um, what I envision myself to accomplish, but I, I did accomplish enough uh, just to, you know, to validate, to be validated, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but at the same time, for me, I knew that either I was going to end my life or keep living. And I was struggling with, with, the, uh, with keep living. Uh, and I was, willing and ready to take my life. Um, so I did not have to deal with this, but I decided that um, if I could, if I can weather this storm, if I can work through this adversity, then I'm going to get stronger. And, and that's what we tend to do as human beings. So we're very resilient, you know? And and so when it just, when it comes to creativity, it's, it's the one thing that we have to do uh, to get back to creativity is looking within ourselves, man. You know, and just remind ourselves of like what, you know, who we are and how we how we got to this point. So you 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 have to do some uh, reflection, like sit down and spend time with yourself. Like, who am I? You know, because our identity our identity is tied up in these um, in, into everything: our ethnicity, our race, our ide- ideology, our our methods, you know, our religion. And so we have to kind of break away from that and just just ask yourself like, who am I? Who am I at the core? 
like what you know like why why do people like me why 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 don't i like myself or why do i like myself or you know like where do i fit in in this world and when you start asking yourself those questions they actually start to surface and and when they do then you get a chance to face them you get a chance to face your, your fears your insecurities and when you can face all of these things then um, other people's opinion don't dictate how you live your life from that point on. Uh, and, and so you find the courage within yourself. So if you if you can sit with your insecurities and your fears, then guess what? When other people try to project uh, their insecurities on you and their fears, it doesn't bother you. You're just like, wait, that's you. That's not me. <laughs> yep. Exactly. So um, that that's where, well, you know, I, I think we talk about change in, in this world but the change doesn't happen until we actually start changing ourselves, start uh, looking within uh, and changing you, ourselves. You're, you speak our language like to a T. I mean, like everything you just said is like in our bylaws of our business. I mean, <laughs> truly. And it's, I mean, it is like, it is like we, you know, that's one of the things that we've always talked about is, and I love the Peter Pan and the hook analogy. Like, I love that because right. that is exactly what it is. Like all of us grew up sitting at a kitchen table or on the, on the floor drawing or painting or whatever. And then, like you said, like we grow up and we stop or most people, not all of us. Like, right. and, and, and it's one of those things where what we're trying to inspire is that, you know, with, with working with people like you, like, or, or with, you know, Vernon Davis or, or Tony Mandrich, you know, these big, huge football players, or, you know, like, or we, we work with a, a, a woman that was a, a U.S. bobsledder and Ooh. yeah. Right. I know. And, <laughs> and all of them like are, are so inspirational in the fact that, you know, like you walk into a room with a 300 pound, six foot six offensive tackle and, you know, you immediately look at that person like, well, that's that's a football player. And then they show you these amazing photographs or something. And it's like that that flips that switch about how people like you use that word, how you I think you even said it in your bio. It's like how I defined myself or how people defined me. And you said it earlier. Right. And it's right. like that's not the only definition of me. You know, like right. I was growing up, I was defined as a as a quarterback and, an, and a baseball player. That was me. Right. Like. But right. I was always I was always a kid that also was an artist, but I just never knew that I was I could do that. Like, which is it sounds stupid now, but yeah, just you know, like, and I, that's what I I I really I'm going to use that that hook analogy because I really love <laughs> that idea of how thinking about that, you know, like don't forget that childish or that childlike spirit, spirit. or something, yeah. and it's. Yeah. And so like what we're trying to do is, and I think you're doing it in, in the mindful, uh, you know, field is to really do something every day, get in that habit of, so it's not, it's not a reactive approach to wellness. It's a proactive approach to wellness. So like you get to that, that space where if you're having a bad day, well, I know I can sit down and meditate or I know I can go and draw in a journal or I can go downstairs and paint or whatever. So it's like, you know, that that brings you back to that balance area. Look, prevention is better 
than the cure. Right. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me say that again. Prevention is better than the cure. And so, um, in, in the morning time, you have to start your, you have to set the tone. You have to set the tone because throughout our day, without me getting so deep, but no, get deep, day, get deep. <laughs> throughout our day, we're on this, this rhythm of the, of, of the, the earth, you know, the solar system. Right. So the earth rotates and we have 24 hours in the day and people say we have everyone has the same time. We have 24 hours. Actually, we don't. <laughs> if you get eight to six hours in sleep, you know, now you're left with 16 to 18 hours. Right. And then from there, um, how many hours are you working or, or, or focusing on yourself? So throughout that whole throughout history, like right now, you don't hear many people talk about practicing mindfulness and meditation or going in, in inside and spend time on themselves. And I, I and the one thing that we, we tend to forget is that we are a person. So we operate as if we got to do everything for everyone else and, and we neglect ourselves, the most important per, uh, person, you know, because hundred percent, right. It, it, you know, if, if, Someone is asking for your love or someone is asking for your money and you don't have money or love, you are going to feel extremely frustrated and you're going to be, you're going to feel incompetent and feel like you're inadequate because you can't provide them with the love that they're asking for or the money that they're asking for. But if you have the money, if you have the love, then it's easy for you to give it or, or share it. And so in order for you to be able to love someone unconditionally, you have to be able to love yourself first. And the way that we, we tell other people, like, I love you, you know, it's this invigorating feeling that makes them feel alive and empowered. Like they love me, but we don't even tell ourselves that, you know, and, and, and the more you can get to, the point of telling yourself, I love you, and it empowers you and makes you feel good, then, man, whenever you tell someone else that, it's just icing on the cake. And so you you have something reserved for you, and that's what it's about. And I always tell and remind people that you need to check in with yourself in the morning time. Yes, this virtual world is out there. Yes, we live in it almost 24-7 now. It's here. It's we are in a total recall era, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, as you can see, I, I grew up I watching this. <laughs> You're like dropping all these movie references are great. <laughs> and so um, we, we, we are here. But the one thing that you have to remember is that you need to check in with yourself first and foremost. Like, don't pick up your phone first thing when you wake up. You know, don't check that email. Don't check that text message or that social media or how, how a post did, you know, don't, don't look for that type of gratification. Look for the gratification that's within yourself, that, that, that energy, you gotta, you gotta check in with yourself because that's when you get a chance to learn yourself, to know yourself. And it can be for one minute, two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, um, but start somewhere because um, a, a staircase is not a staircase unless there are steps. And, and, and in order for you to, um, to, to really, understand who you are you can't check in with anything else because i mentioned before we're on we're on this rhythm uh like a like an EK, ekg machine yep. um measuring the heartbeat right so everything is like a boom boom a peak in the valley a boom 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 so 
when we look at our day, our day is exactly it's it it mirrors that the EKG measurement of the heart, that 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 peak in that valley. And the only difference is it's just stretched out a little bit more, right? So this the sun, the sun rises, we rise with the sun, and then then our energy tapers off a little bit after we eat eat lunch, energy goes back down. And then it comes back up and then nighttime comes and then it goes back down. And so with, 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 with that up and down, you have to remind yourself that you have to be around nature. You have to uh, cleanse yourself of all the things that's going on because our environment shapes us, but nature brings us back to our true selves. And, and what we have to understand is whenever you start your day off with checking your phone uh, your brain releases these dopamines yep. that, that are like, wow, this is this is the stuff. This is what I go to for happiness, and 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 so whenever you go to work or whenever you are are uh, perform your tasks during the day, uh, whenever you get down, somebody somebody yells at you, somebody makes you feel less than what you are, minimizes you, berates you. You look at your phone to help you help you back up. And then the, the bad thing is if the if someone is being negative on the phone, then <laughs> exactly just a down spiral. And so now you are uh, stuck between a, a rock and a hard place and, and you don't know how to 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 swim downstream. You're trying to swim, swim upstream. Um, so that's why it's always important that you check in with yourself early in the morning um, because um it, it, it leads to you being able to uplift your own energy, uplift your happiness and your joy that comes from within. Uh, yeah. Now, I, I, again, I, you're really truly speaking what we talk about so much. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm a love hate relationship with social media and, and all that stuff, because I think in some ways, you know, it's cool to be able to talk to friends all over the country or, or whatever right. and and share like me as a painter. Like it's cool to like put stuff on. But at the same time, it's it's like the downfall of society to me in so many ways. Correct. And 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 you're right. It's just like if you wake up in the morning, and you see something shitty like it just takes you down with it. And it's like, does is it that important? I just can't imagine how fast we've gotten to this space. You know, yeah. and I, yeah. I always think, God, I wonder what what life would have been like if I would have had this growing up, like had, you know, and I think about my nephews and having social media like their entire lives and how different they're going to be as adults than I, <laughs> we are, you know, and it's, it's just it's weird to even think about. How did you I mean, how did you get into the mindful space? Like, because it really feels or even to like writing your books, like how, how did, how did those things, like what, I guess first question is like, what, what did, I couldn't find, what did you study in school? Mm, um, business management okay. and minor in organic chemistry. Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. But how did you, so how did you get into writing books and the mind? I mean, obviously the mindfulness came from like internal soul searching in some ways. Right. But like, you've really built like a great platform and like, how did you know, like you're an entrepreneur and, and like, Correct. how did you get to the, these like spaces, I guess? Um, yeah. So great question. Um, so I got to these spaces um, with help, 
one uh, one the mindfulness and meditation um so i call myself half monk half human being and so what i mean by that i spent time at a monastery i spent time in the mountains where i was just like i need to figure out who i am i need some, some that's, a lot. that's some, awesome some solitude uh, i need to sequester myself from someone and and uh luckily i was fortunate enough to have two uncles who uh, were avid med- meditators and they would go to this monastery that was in the Ozark mountains in Arkansas. And I was like, I want to go someday, you know, <laughs> but I was busy in my career and it wasn't until actually my second year in the league, uh, where I decided that that was my first trip to the monastery because in my head, I was going to the monastery to um, zen out on everybody, you know, like hit hit them with the Kung Fu Panda, the Bruce Lee, like <laughs> Wata, you know, because you know, because I because I knew that I wanted to be the best, and so in order to be the best, I have to work on three things: that's my spirit, my mind, and my body. And I reached a point where I I discovered the connection between the mind and the body. I'd been in the zone a couple of times, um, well, several times, not a couple of times, but several times while I was playing football, whether it was in the high school level, the college and the NFL. So by the time I made it to the NFL, I I, kind of knew how I can jump into the zone, Um, but it it wasn't until like I really discovered it when uh, I, 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 made myself go from a, I worked on my speed and I went from a four, four, five to a four, two in six weeks. And yeah. And so it was ripping, right. (laughs) That is man. But it was something that I discovered within myself that I was just like, wow, if I do this, then this can happen. And so it was at first it, it became a curiosity. And then I followed that curiosity with, with confidence, believing that it, 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 it's going to happen. And eventually it happened. And everyone was just like, how, how you get that fast? I was like, I don't know. You know, <laughs> it just, mind it, over it happened. matter, mind over matter, man. It was just something that I, I pushed for. And, uh, you know, I, I saw it happen. So, um, for me, you know, getting into mindfulness spaces. I went to the monastery after my football career was over, um, fell into a deep depression because I had a, uh, experienced a self-identity crisis, which a lot of athletes go through in that transition. And then from there, uh, try to commit suicide. And I, then that was my last, my last draw was, I need to, I need to figure this out. So um, I, I got into meditation, luckily beforehand, all, all of the, before everything came crashing down. And, and that was the thing that I leaned upon, uh, meditation. And when I looked within myself, then I was able to, um, as they can say, Alice in Wonderland, go deep into the rabbit hole yeah. and, and, you know, uh, surpass all of the, uh, the dark space or being okay with being in a dark space because, you know, we fear that, but that's where uh, new life is rebirth. And so, um, and in darkness, it's easy to find light. Right. So, Absolutely. uh, um, so I, I was able to discover, um, a place of peace and, and light. And so see the, um, 
I had a number of experiences of enlightenment. And so it allowed me to, it set me, it set me on this path to be where I am. And uh, that's how I was able to discover, you know, mindfulness. And then I, I'm, with your second question, it was, I believe your second question, oh, how did I become an author? Um, so I became an author by um, one, writing down all my ideas and then connecting with people um, to try to put a product together. You know, it's just like, how do I put a product together? So my first book was with the co-author. Co uh, her name was P Pamela Nettleton Hill. And that was my 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 first two books, yep. uh, which were for children. Um, so I started in a space of one, wanting to help children, you know, learn the practice of mindfulness so they can overcome their fears and learn how to cope with um, with death. Uh, and then it went from, from that to me writing my recent book, uh, Mindfulness for the Ultimate Athlete, Mastering the Balance Between Power and Peace, which took six years. Uh, but <laughs> that's, I, I mean, but it, I, I think that makes it even more valuable because like you're being like really thoughtful about it and really yeah. considering what that means. I, I just, right. you know, again, I, I, I think your experience is a, I believe your honesty and your humility about it, like just the way that you're talking has got to be so helpful for people that you talk to, you know, I mean, because I think you're right. And it's not just athletes necessarily, but that athletes in particular, there is that definition of who we are, you know, right. and, and to be able to say to people, it's like, I experienced this great, great, incredible depression when it was over. And like, and, you know, to get to that point of, of com trying to commit suicide, like that's, that's difficult. And then like, but for you to be able to say that to people and, and to like really let them know there, you know, you use the word light, there's light at the end of this tunnel. Right. Like, and, and do you think that like your, like your, I mean, did you play other sports growing up as well? Yeah. I ran track. I played baseball, yeah. played yeah. basketball. I did it all. Yeah. Man. I mean, that's the same. I, yeah. But I mean, right. do you think, do you think that that kind of, cause the thing about, I always like to bring from the athletic world to like a creative world or, you know, whatever is that, that structure and that discipline. Do you think that your like discipline of, of your athletic career really kind of comes into your practice of meditation that ritual and you know like you say you wake up every morning and really kind of do a self-evaluation like there's something in that to me about like it's practice it, like an athlete yeah it's practice well I, I think it was in my dna my, my father he was just really strict yeah <laughs> um yeah you know so it was definitely in my upbringing but definitely the the, the sports side of, of things of uh doing something over um, i mean like repetition is a father of learning so when it, 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 for me it's yeah it, it was discipline in the beginning and discipline it has a lot of meanings but um for me discipline was like work and i think it i think it was that's that's the same thing that's what it means for a lot of people but eventually that work became um became me you know, it was something that that um, it was like muscle memory for my body uh, in my mind. Get up. Let's go. Time to go meditate. You know, but I, as I continued to do it, I started to see more and more benefits. I started to see more and more 
how my mind and my heart and 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 my spirit opened up to 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 go deeper into the rabbit hole and just figure out you know like what 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 else is there to life there has to be more to life and and there are things that you can you can revisit address that happened in your uh past life meaning like when you were younger uh, and 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 work on certain things that happened that that scolded you um, and scorned you, you know, while you were little. And so, as you become an adult, you know, you, you 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 never went through any type of therapy to to let some of these things go. So they stick with you. They carry over into your adulthood. And when they carry on over into your adulthood, it affects it affects you and some of the things that you do. And so. Um, um, what is it epigenetics or epigenetic or um something one of my friends her name is laura wilde and she speaks about it uh, uh a lot um, but yeah epigenetics or something like or energetic or something like that i forgot the name of it she, she's probably gonna be like prince you, <laughs> you know you're butchering it you're messing it up Epi but i'm looking it up keep talking <laughs> okay yeah so epigenetic uh, practitioners yep yeah epigenetic there we go exactly and so um when when you can reflect on some some something that happened during your childhood and and you were affected by it impacted by by whatever happened um you can go and rewrite that story and 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 now after you rewrite that story you can it 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 helps form you as an adult and you start to become a little bit more authentic and genuine and you start unveiling some of these layers that have been laid upon each other for so many years you know because a lot of times we become enamored in in our uh, uh who we are yeah. you know um, in our identity and and we don't take the time to go back and reflect on the things that happen why because you know we can we can life takes over <laughs> Life takes over, and and we and we may not be happy with the decision that we made, you know, in the past. Like just for an example, like if you have somebody that you dislike, you strongly dislike. Let's just use the word hate. If you have somebody that you hate, it'll be difficult for you to spend time with them in in the same room, you know. So when you think about yourself, and I, and as I mentioned before, you see yourself as a person, you know. That I think a lot of times the reason why people don't spend time reflecting on things because they don't like themselves and they don't like some of the decisions that they made. So why would you want to spend time with somebody that you don't like or the decisions that yep. you made? So, you know, um, it's just one of those things that we constantly have to have to continue to work on um, to, to better ourselves. Yeah. Now, I, I dude, I just, I absolutely 100% just love what you're like all about you. Like really, oh, truly, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I just think, you know, like I, I love when I have people on the podcast that I really think are inspiring. Um, and, I, you know, I, just from reading about you, but just talking about like, again, I think you have this great spirit about you. Wanted to take a quick second a reminder to make sure to follow Prince on Instagram at Prince A-D-J-R and stop by his website to learn more about what he is doing at PrinceDanielsJr.com. Also a reminder to listen to our other podcasts on the Abstract Athlete Network. 
The Abstract Doctors with Dr. G and Dr. C. Follow us at theabstractdoctors.com and on social media under The Abstract Doctors. And One Man's Ethos, the Tony Mandridge podcast, which you can follow on social media at One Man's Ethos. You can also check us out at onemansethos.com. You can also follow Tony on Instagram at Tony Mandridge or on Twitter at Tony underscore Mandridge. And you can check out his incredible photographs at TonyMandridge.com. Now back to Prince. And I can just imagine, like you're doing, you're doing virtual classes at this point. Were you doing in-person classes before all this stuff happened? Yeah, I was doing it in person. Yes. Yeah, uh, but it's all all yeah. virtual now, which you know, like, it's still it still works. But I'm sure that the in person, like, there is a loss of that right that that connectedness of right. of um, <laughs> being there. Yeah. But I, it's just I, you know, like I think that there's something there's a joy to you, <laughs> you know, and, which I, I you know, I mean, like again, like. It, I think that's important, particularly now in this world, because I think what you're doing is important in general. But now during COVID, like our, our mental health or mental wellness, however you want to say it right now, like a lot of people are really struggling. And so yeah. like what you're doing, I think, is like really important to bring that joy and that understanding. But again, like for me, it's like you're you're coming from this space that most per- people would not expect it. You know, like you're a professional football player and, you know, and, and coming back into this space and giving back in a real genuine way. And that's, I just think that that's what, and you, do you actually work with like professional athletes as well? That's what I thought I I do. Yeah. Yeah. I I work with. And that's to be rewarding. Yeah. Oh, it really is rewarding because you have these individuals that have um, reached the pinnacle of, you know, their career and, they're like, well, well, what's next? Or how can, you know, can I get much higher? And I'm just like, can you get much higher? It's <laughs> like, you haven't even, <laughs> you haven't even touched the sky yet, you know? Uh, and, and it, it, you know, for me, it feels um, very, very satisfying, but I know that there's so much work to be done and, and it's not just the athletes. It's, it, it goes with everyone, but I know that I, athletes are, are, are considered role models. And so why not start with the athlete? It's also low hanging fruit for me. I've played in the NFL. So, um, you know, it's, it's low hanging fruit. And it's also, but like you said, they're, they're role models. So they're the ones that can put what you're doing back out in the world. So it's, just, it, you know, it, it's like that trickle down. And that's again, right. like, you know, like I said earlier about walking into a room with a six foot six, 300 pound former offensive right. lineman, Right. It's a, an amazing photographer, Tony Mandridge. And, and, right. and like they, that inspires people. Like yeah. that's what is, that's what I think is like so cool. So it's like, it's, it's not just because you, you might know professional athletes. I think like you really truly see that these are the ones that are the role models that can go out in the world and, and preach what you're preaching and, and inspire different people in different ways. I just, uh, that's, right. that's what I think is important because yeah. We need everybody on this train because, you know, it's life's not easy, man. Like, and, <laughs> and, but, but there are good people in the world that actually are doing good work and, right. 
and the more that we have people like you doing that, I just think that's important. Oh, you thank know? you. Yeah. You, you know, like you, you, you just said something, you mentioned something that's key. Um, so on my journey of self-discovery, I've realized that, uh, you know, our, our highest, highest form of being able to make change is uh, inspiring other people, right? And mm -hmm. so, uh, what I what what I would I would read tons and tons of books when I was at the monastery. Like I had this 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 library that I had access to, which is not a public library. It's actually like a, a library of spiritual books, and it was ancient books, <laughs> like books that were written in like sixteen hundreds. <laughs> And I'm like, whoa. So it's some of those books you pick up and you're like, oh, you read one word, like, I got to put this down. I got to put this down. It's just too much. Like, wow. But what I realized, one of the books that I read, they were talking about your spirit and they broke it down. They just said the, the, the spirit, the word inspiration derives from two words and that's in and spirit. So when you can use your spirit to inspire someone else, you know, you have just helped, you've just done your part in fulfilling your purpose. Because overall, everyone, we all have a purpose when we, even though we say, uh, I, I don't know my purpose, uh, I can't discover my purpose. Everyone purpose is the exact same thing. And the purpose is to help mankind evolve. Uh, but you have to tap into your creativity, your creative intellect to, to, participate and make that happen uh and so that that's why you hear people say oh giving of service you know i'm here of service um i'm here to serve you or servitude or what however they they say it it's we all have a purpose and it's to help mankind evolve like whether that's a flower whether that's an insect whether that's uh animals anything um human beings as well <laughs> um but because if you want to admire the beauty of a flower you're unable to admire the beauty of that flower if you go and um, kill the flower you step on the flower or you pick it up right um so that that flower can no longer evolve and so you're not doing your part uh, to to contribute to mankind and so for me it's using my in spirit to inspire people because I always tell people whenever you know, my energy is completely different. Whenever I'm talking to people, like I'm giving a speech, it's like, yo, didn't, you know, it's, it's in there, but then I calm it down and then I come back again. So usually like how I'm talking right now, it's just more like relaxed, chill. But um, I always tell people that I'm not talking to your mind. I was like, that's the archaic way. I'm talking to your spirit because I want yeah. this to stick. Yep. You know, in order for the change to happen, I have to be able to speak to something that, that everyone else is not speaking to. So if I can speak to that, then guess what? You will remember me and you will actually, I'll, I'll spark something inside of you that's going to allow you to get up. And they're like, yo, 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 man. <laughs> who, who are you? Like, who are you? Like, what yeah, are you that's from? epic. I love that. <laughs> that is like, again, like that, that is like, I, as I said earlier, like you have this energy, like you, it's just like it's palpable like you can tell it's like i can just imagine like being in in one of your sessions where it's just like you know like people probably leave those things just energized and ready yeah. like to get like th this is a weird hindsight question but i i and i'm not a hindsight kind of a person but i i do think sometimes it's like god i wish that i would have had this kind of 
ritual back in my day and I wonder like how it would have affected my playing career or what, you know, like whatever. Cause I mean, do you ever think about that? Like, cause it's really, you know, like for me, it was, even though I was creative growing up, I never considered that as a path for me. But now that I'm on it, like it is, it is enlightening. Like it is just like, Oh my God, like every day, like I get to do this, you know? Right. And it's, and, and so I do wonder sometimes like god I, I i just wish that i would have paid attention to this aspect of me even though i did it it just it was just something i did i never really considered it or something yeah I, I, and i'll say this like and i'll stop you because i know earlier you mentioned that um you didn't mention the, you didn't say the word stupid but you were just like when you were, when you were talking about you know not tapping to your creativity i can't remember the word that you said but i remember you saying and I was just like, no, it, it, that, that, oh, it's, it's not yeah, yeah, I did. Stupid. I said it was stupid that I didn't realize that I could, I, I, I tell this to my students when I, so uh -huh. I could have been drafted to play baseball out of high school, which I wanted to do, but my parents wanted right. me to go to school. So I went to school and I was taking mm -hmm. architecture classes. I did yeah. not know that I could go to school for art. I mean, I, and that's mm -hmm. what I meant. Sounds stupid because it's, <laughs> but it's just like, it was never it was never an option. And I wish I would have known that at the time. Yeah. It wasn't fostered. Right. right? Exactly. So exactly. You, you, why? Maybe because it didn't make money, you know? So a lot of the other decisions was based upon, you Financial. know, like money. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And so we, we, you know, that's, that's, that's like, if you don't have money, if you're not doing something to make you money, then you're, you're not going to be successful. You're not surviving or you're yep. not this. And it's just like, what, well, why can't I do anything from the heart? Well, it, you know, and, and then there's a balance to it, right? You, you get yeah. older, you realize I need some money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a like, balance. <laughs> right. So, but, um, um, with, with your creativity and the love that you do, the more that you do it, the more richness and abundance that comes out of it. And so uh, for when you were younger, you know, no, nothing is, 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 you know, considered as stupid when we're younger. It's just, it's not, it's not being taught or fostered or like supported to, to help you thrive in that. Because in the same way you probably go, you're playing baseball, you know, your, your, your parents, they show up and support you while you at the baseball game. So now you have someone there. So you're like, okay, well, they're here to watch me. Let's go. It's time to play. Boom. Ha! Right. And so, but, but if you're in art, it's just like, how long, how long is it going to take for you to finish writing that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we are drawing that, right? Yep. And then and then you come back and it's just like, well, look what I did. It's just like, okay, good, good. It's time to eat dinner and it's time to do X, Y, and Z. And it's just like, well, man, like, why did you minimize? Like, I just put my heart into this, yep. you know, I put my creative creativity into this. And and that's the reason why. But um, if you would have had this beforehand uh, or there was structure set up for you know, you you to experience this at a younger age, uh, you would definitely thrive in any and everything that you do. I mean, like, like my kids, I feel I tell my kids, I was like, you guys are lucky. <laughs> you got the best like, dad yeah, on the planet, <laughs> right? <laughs> you have me, and 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 man, wow! Like, I get an opportunity to teach them what I was able to refine later on in life, and so. Like, like, man, it, it just brings so much joy and happiness to me to, yeah. to be able to 
to to contemplate and think about that because like I already know what I'm gonna give to them and I already know what they have inside of them. So it's just like, oh, here we go. Come on. I, but again, I think that's what's so cool. Like you're you know, you're on both sides of that pendulum where you can speak to the to the athletic side at right. the highest level and, and you right. can speak to the creative side at the highest level. And that's so cool. Like right. I, I don't have any kids, but I, I teach. And hmm. so I get, you know, in some ways, Those I are get your to, kids. yeah, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> and in, for me, it's kind of fun. And I think it's fun for them. It's like, I've been almost a professional athlete. <laughs> Wasn't, but uh, I sang in bands, like sang in front of 10,000 people at a time. Like that's a whole different experience. And now I'm an artist that is shown around the world. And, and so like, I can come at them from all these different sides that I think it allows them that space to be open and, mm -hmm. and to experiment and just, and, and be comfortable enough to talk to me like a kid, like a child would. And, and, and so to me, it is like, like you just said, it's probably like super rewarding to be able to have those discussions with your kids who like, you know, we've talked about in, in inspiration in, in spirit and like, who are some, because I mean, this to me, like, is going to be mind blowing <laughs> because who inspires you? Like, cause again, like coming from different spaces, reading books from 1600s, like <laughs> playing with speaking with, this is a random off the top of the, did you, were you in the same year as Troy Smith? At, yes. 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 That's my our, brother, man. Our Buckeye, baby. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what I, I was in the same year as Troy Smith. That's what I was wondering. And Yes, man. I, that, that's my guy. I love Troy Smith to, to pieces, man. We he, love him too. <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, when, when, when we met on the team and we connected, we knew like we can make history in Baltimore. Um, he but, got hurt. Know, yeah. Like, right before. Oh, he got sick. Yeah. He that's what sick. it was sick. Yeah. Yeah. He got sick yeah. right, right before. Yep. And um, I, I remember like, what happened? What happened? What happened? Like, come on, Troy, where you at, man? We just built this energy and we we, we were ready for the takeover. It was me, yep. it was myself, <laughs> Troy, and another friend of ours, Demetrius Williams. Mm. And uh, he was a wide receiver. Yep. And Troy was a quarterback. I was a running back and we were, we were the tandem. You yep. know, like it was it was like, well, tandem is too. We, we, we were the trio. <laughs> we, we, we were the trio and we were like, let's go. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, I just discovered my speed and everyone was looking at me like, how you get so fast? <laughs> I don't know, you know, but it doesn't matter. Let's go. go. <laughs> right. And I saw, I saw Troy develop and, and Demetrius, I mean, he was just, he was, he was really nice with everything. And so all of this stuff came together and then it just kind of fell apart and yeah. we were like, oh man, what happened? So, yeah. you know, you can see how that could be, um, distracting for a, uh, for an athlete, yeah. you know? Yeah, but who like of, so like who are some of the, you know, the people, people that, that inspire yeah, me? Like, because I'm always I'm always curious about about that because you know again like because of like the different spaces that you are have been in or and are are in, um, right? Like, you know, it it could be anything. Like, a, it, I, right? Well, um. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it, it's nobody. It, 
it's, yeah, it's um, I inspire me. Yeah, I, I really do. Like, I can uh, see that, man. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know, I, I'm, at some point in time, I so I did have inspiration growing up, like my uncle, my dad, um, just all my uncles. Really, I have four uncles, and they really, really instilled, you know, just those basic necessities that you need to be a great human being. And plus, my father was really good. My mother. You know, my family really did a good job and um, I looked to them for inspiration, but, um, and then like the, the, the master, the headmaster monk at the, at the monastery became my inspiration as well on the spiritual journey. But then, you know, I start, I started find, seeing the inspiration within me. And I was just like, whoa, <laughs> I, <laughs> I like this guy. I like this guy. And, and from that moment on, I was just like, wow, I'm an inspiration to myself. Yeah. But that so, is epic, man. Like, cause that, that, that's like full circle on how you got there. Like that's right. what's so cool. Right, man. I mean, you know, being number seven on the depth chart, I'm going back to my, my, my college days, you know, as a walk on being number seventh on the depth chart, man, that was like one of the toughest things, you know, ever imaginable at a, at a, d1 school you know that's in the acc uh very academically like rigorous uh, you know <laughs> like it's tough and so it was no it, it wasn't a cakewalk at all um but i had something to prove um to myself and and others and um it, it you know I, I don't i definitely don't give this 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 individual credit but he definitely lit a match inside of me. And it was my uh, former former coach who was a former coach for the uh, the Houston Texans, uh, Bill O'Brien. Oh, yeah. Um, he was at yeah, Georgia so, Tech? Uh, definitely. Yeah, he was at Georgia Tech. Oh, yeah, that. he was at Georgia oh. Tech for it, yeah. And, man, Bill O'Brien, he, he told me that, you know, my chances at playing at Georgia Tech are one in a million. My chances at playing in the NFL are one in a billion. So... <laughs> You know, I was just like, geez. <laughs> you know, it's nice but I to feel like people wrong though. Man, I love that. I, I, I feel like Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumb when he's like, So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> yeah. You know? and, you're dropping the movie right. I love it. I love it. Hey man, and and from there, like I I became possessed that you know, like nothing is going to ever stop. No one is going to ever stop me. Your words are not going to ever stop me from from being all that I could be. And that's when I really, I I I looked in from a a, a point of um of determination. Right. It, it wasn't the same type of look within myself, like you know, with the meditation and finding and discovering enlightenment. But it was from determination of like you just told me that I couldn't be this like what? But I still have a chance. I'm gonna take those chances, you know, and I'll bet on those chances, and I'll double down and triple down and quadruple down that I'm going to make it. And and I did. And I I never forget when he went to uh, the University of Maryland. He was he was there with um with with Davis, uh, oh, with, with, Vernon? with Vernon Davis. Yeah, he was there with Vernon, but probably for like a year. Um, and and I remember we ended ended up beating them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Georgia Revenge Tech. is a dish, sir. <laughs> we ended up beating them at Georgia Tech, uh, and I was the only one that scored the test. No, I didn't. No, no, I did not score a touchdown. But we beat them, uh, and I think I had a hundred yard game, 
and the score was six to seven or maybe six to three, something like that. It was one of those numbers. And before the game, one of my coaches, you know, he, they they were, everyone was trying to find me, but I was hiding in the bathroom, in the bathroom shower. Like I'm about to go crazy. I'm I'm They don't know me. And he found me. He's like, let's pray. I was like, pray. What do you mean? I'm like, don't pray with me. I'm just like, I have evil inside of me right now. And I want to unleash it. And, and uh, I'll never forget my coach, Patrick Nix. He put me inside. Let's pray. I was like, coach, why are we doing this? You are taking the evil out of me. (laughs) And so after we, after we beat them, um, um, I walked on their bus and I told him, thank you. And I shook his hand and I walked off. That's good. That's perfect. Yeah, that is perfect. Yeah, but man, really, I wanted to be like, you know, I told you something. <laughs> but yeah. in your face, <laughs> right? In the Speaking face. of the, the hangover, I was using that. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna drop movie references. I'm gonna bring it in your face. Yeah. Oh, no, that's great. Exactly. Yeah, man. So it was just awesome. So everything just comes full circle, and you know, and um, you know, people here. I mean, you know, people are doing their part. He helped me evolve. He helped me evolve. Uh, um, I know he definitely did not do it intentionally. Uh, he told me that I wasn't one of his favorite players. And look, you're number seven on the depth chart. You know, when you look at it, like you'll never play here. So, um, you know, you know it's just like, you're, I'm just being honest with you. Yeah. So get the hell out of my office. Yeah. You know, but he, didn't, he didn't say get the hell out of my office. He said a couple other things that were very berating and belittling, but you know, I just use it as a uh, um, something to ignite my my inner spirit to wake me up and say, you know, make your dream become a reality. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's such it's such a great story because I think there's a lot of people that are in situations like that, and you have that choice, you know, and you chose no, no, sorry, I'm gonna stick this back at you, and yeah. I I I love that. I mean, like again, like I think that those motivations probably drove you like even after your athletic career, like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely it did. You know, being an entrepreneur is, 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 is not what you see on TV. It's not what you see. (laughs) It is not, it's tough, man. Like it's, it's weird. Like I'm lucky that I personally have two guys. Well, three guys that I work with that are actually have done business stuff before. I'm just a, I'm just a goofy artist with, (laughs) with ideas and a former athlete, you know, but it's like, for me, it's been, it's, it's rewarding, but it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, you know, you talked about that kind of roller coaster or the EKG machine, like being an entrepreneur is like an EKG machine too, because it's it's a learning curve, man. Yeah. (laughs) What, like in, in kind of in regards to that, like what, what are some of like your goals? Like, in the, you want to write more books? Do you like, like, what are some of the things I don't want to go, say, what do you want to be in five years? But like, what are some, <laughs> you know, I hate that question, but like, what are some of the things you're like, you're looking forward to doing in the future? Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, most definitely write, write more books. Um, so I'm already writing my second book. Um, nice. uh, yeah, the, you know, the, uh, uh, for the mindfulness for the ultimate athletes, I'm writing. I'm writing another one. Uh, I'm 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 excited about writing it because I go deeper into mindfulness and meditation and how it helped me and how it can benefit others as well. Uh, and and I have that. 
I have two podcasts that I'm doing right now. So, uh, but e eventually what I want to do is just, you know, own, own, own a couple of businesses and um, live off of that. And, and, you know, and, and like, to be serious, to be honest is um, have a private jet and, <laughs> <Nice>. and fly around, <laughs> fly around the world and, and continue to help others evolve. Like, um, wherever I'm, I'm my, my, my time and my presence is needed, you know, to, to help make a difference in the world because, um, uh, that's I always, think you already are, goal. but yeah, I know you what know, you mean. You know, like in a bigger, yeah, a bigger scale, um, but you're right. Exactly. You know, on, on a bigger scale and, um, my overall goal in life, um, uh, is to get everyone to practice meditation for one second, uh, you know, all, all across the globe like every single individual practice it for one second, Wh whatever we collectively uh, think about, whether it's world peace or love or compassion, if we can do that for one full second, everyone at the same time, we got to find that sweet spot, right? When everyone is awake, yep. but, but we do that, you know, at the same time, there will be a, a consciousness shift on the planet. And that's my overall goal, man, to, to be able to do that and to do that with. We would be um, such a better planet. I, we always say that about creativity. If everybody, we say 20 minutes a day, was, mm -hmm. we're doing something, you know, it can be meditation, it can be drawing, it can be whatever. If you do that 20 minutes, a, we would just be a better human race. That's because it. Because it, it just, everything comes down. Everything comes yep. down. And then we're not affected by all the stuff that's happening on, on the outside of us. You know, um, because as you mentioned earlier, you know, we have a have a choice to be reactive or or, you know, responsive. <laughs> right. So or um, but I, as I mentioned, I think you know, prevention is better than a cure. And uh, if you can control your actions, then you are able to to control your your circumstances and your situations. Yeah. Do you I mean, have you, have you ever wanted to go to Tibet, like to like go into the monasteries up in in the mountains oh uh, yeah most yes yes you know like like i i like to go with places um where i'm challenged you know where my energy is disturbed and i'm like oh this is this is life like what are we you know so most definitely like like, like visit visit places like that and um meditate with the monks there um, and, and channel their energy because, uh, um, I, I, you know, their energy is very concentrated and that's what I gravitate towards a concentrated energy. And so I've been practicing stillness for, for over a decade now, and it's just always good to connect with, uh, spiritual beings that are having a human experience. So yeah. most definitely Tibet, wherever the Himalayas, the, yeah. I, I go, I go to all the places, yeah. you know, just. Just so um, um, I can connect with with, with with that with that presence with that gift. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, we can we can start wrapping up because like this has been a awesome because man like I, I'm like I'm literally so glad that we connected because again like I think we're just so on the same the same wavelength and stuff. Right. Um, and I always like to ask like the random questions at the end that have nothing to do with anything, but what, like, Let's what kind it. of, what kind of music do you like? What kind of music you listen to? Oh man. I listen to a little bit of every cool. single 
genre of music, yep. whether it's it's hip hop, rap, country, uh, meditation music, yep. uh, classical music, you know, just just all of it, pop music. I I, I music is the universal language. Yep. So hundred percent. Yeah. Right. So I I get along with everyone and. Um, if there if if there's a difference between me and someone, music is the thing that brings us together. So <laughs> I can you know I can appreciate any type of music from country music to hip hop, uh, and and I, I love it and I enjoy it. I'll sing it with people and and they're like Man, <laughs> nice. you know and it, it just it just takes down the barriers. It breaks down the barriers yep. and you know they're, they're like man you're cool after all. I'm just like <laughs> yeah I mean you are too. <laughs> You know, like, like I'm not, I'm not doing it so that you can like me. Um, I'm just you know, being honest. I'm just being honest. You know, like, what, I, I had somebody has to take the step to let people know that look, we're, we're, we're all the same. We all live on planet Earth. Unless you came from another planet, you know, we're, we're all human beings, right? And so we might need we an here, alien invasion to... at this point right now. <laughs> most definitely but we need to learn how to cohabitat yeah. uh, it doesn't matter you know the color of your skin it's just all about you know learning how how we love ourselves and love each other yep now nah, dude i like that's i almost i i feel like i shouldn't ask you another question because that's a good ending <laughs> but, but I, I do like i you've traveled probably a little bit like is there like what's like what's the favorite place you've ever been Oh man, um, you live in a cool a, area, so that's yeah. yeah. I live in. Live where in are you? Sunny, where are you actually from? Are you from out uh, in Cali? Um, no, I'm. I'm from. Uh, I was born in Houston, Texas. Okay, and then I, cool. I lived in Mississippi, backwood Mississippi. Yeah, uh, you're right. And and, and uh, Louisiana and Texas, okay. and you know I lived in Baltimore when I played with the Ravens. Um, I um, then moved moved out here to California, but I've been to Africa, to Japan, wow. to uh, London. And um, man, some other places as well. Um, can't think of it right now. So you, you do know, need we, a jet. <laughs> yeah, I, man, I need a jet, man. I, I need a jet. I need. And so, so you know, my nickname is PJ. So you yep. know, I, I'm I'm gonna make it a, a PJ uh, party. It's gonna be like PJ on the PJ in his PJs having a PJ sandwich. You know. <laughs> yes. There you go. That's perfect. That's yeah, perfection. man. So, but um, my. The, the place um, that I really enjoyed um, besides um, Ghana, Africa, uh, where my father's from, um, is definitely Japan, man. I really enjoyed Japan. Uh, just, I, it was more so I was just intrigued with the technology. I was like, yeah, oh yeah. my God, <laughs> like, wow. Um, and um, other places as well. I'm, I'm looking forward to going to Egypt. I just definitely want to check Egypt out. And um, I'm right there with you on that one. I want to go to New Zealand. Uh, there, um, um, I've been to Amsterdam. Uh, um, so many other places I want to go because, like, my, my family in, in in Africa, they travel everywhere. They're like, "B, come and meet us there." I'm like, "Hello, man. Hello. It's it's not it's not the same. You know, the, the U.S. is different. It's yep. difficult for it to just get up and travel like that, right?" <laughs> Absolutely, dude. I literally thank you thank you thank you this has like been awesome um and you know really i, I want to keep this conversation going between like what we do what you do um yeah. one of the things that you know that we just did that uh, you know 
is a long-term goal, but would love to have you involved in it is we just bought 20 acres of land in Montana that we want to start an artist athlete residency. And, um, you know, would love to have you involved in that, you know, to do a workshop, to do, you know, um, mindful meditation, you know, for, you know, and, uh, you know, that we're, again, like, I think you're trying to change the world and mm-hmm. for the better like we're we're right there you know same same Thank thing you. and and um and i just like as i said earlier i guess i just really appreciate your energy and how inspiring you are and like and i just i you know it's 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 infectious so it's like it's really super cool um and just like really appreciate the conversation because oh. it's been a blast <laughs> uh, it's my pleasure and thank you so, and then i have to say this last thing yeah yeah you said so, so you said trying. Um, I, I, I believe in not using words. We're oh, doing. Like yes, we're can't. doing. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm an optimist, so, man. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I, I agree with you. Right. You're, you're correct. So you're correct. I'm, I'm doing, and you are doing as well, yep. and everyone in your in your camp is doing as well. Yep. Like th- this, this is the athlete that comes out of me. Like, what? Why yep. would you ever use try? <laughs> you're doing. Do it. <laughs> yep. No, but see, that's that's another beautiful part about the connection of art. And athletics, yeah. or creativity, and athletics right. is bringing that that right. sports mentality to yeah. the the fields we are now in. And right. I, I I agree, I'm the same way. It's like get into yeah. there and practice and keep doing this because it's good and it'll work. And you know, and I so I agree. Like you were correct. I we are yeah. doing. We're not trying. We're yep. doing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. at some point in time, if we're trying, when do we stop trying, and when, when do we do? So when yep. do we say that? Yep. Right. So yep. like you, you I, have see, to I gotta start. practice that. You you were correct, sir. Yeah, yeah, because you you have to say it. Like uh, like LeBron James, I heard him say, you know, I'm striving for greatness. I was just you I texted him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I was just like, when do you stop striving for greatness? How long are you gonna how long are you gonna strive for greatness? Like at some point in time, you have to declare yourself as I'm great, yep. and regardless of anybody, you know they 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 don't understand it, like. You claim that and you walk into that greatness and yeah. and and you know, I'm, you he's people. an Ohio guy so that guy as far as I'm concerned he is the goat I'll get right. pushed back from all my Michael Jordan fans, but <laughs> I don't care like I, I I actually had this conversation with um uh who did I have this with not a, I think it was either Amari Booker who was who played basketball in college Amari or Booker. uh oh, God I can't remember Oh, it might have been Joe Barry Carroll, who's okay. a, a basketball player that he was like the number one pick in the 80s. And we had yeah. this conversation about LeBron because both of us agree as great. And again, I think he's the goat as great as he is on the court. Mm-hmm. I think he's greater off the court. I think the stuff oh. he's doing outside is just yeah. like the the I promise school, the voter stuff, the, right. the social, uh, you know, influence that he has i just think the guy is he's 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 amazing he is he is he's in a league of his own man and you know it's very admirable for someone that didn't have anything and now has everything and he's still like he's still doing the noble things and he he still gets beaten down like it's amazing to me it's like (laughs) the guy can do no right inside I, I, i think that's a problem with society it's Really, truly, it's like, can we start talking about the good things that people do? 
Right. You know, no, man. negativity stands I, out. Man. I know. I know. It's <laughs> sensationalism. So, um, right. Well, dude, I like, again, I, I, I definitely want to stay in contact with you. Um, um, um we'll probably release, I'm going to look at this really quick. I'll, I mean, I'll stay in touch with you and let you know when, but it'll, it's, Correct. it's going to probably be on a Monday that will be probably the 25th. Cause I'm going to, okay. I'm doing, I think I told you that Mike Henry, I'm doing one with him um, and releasing that for he's, he was, used to be the voice of Cleveland show um, and family okay. guy. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. He's a buddy. He's actually a buddy of mine. He lives, he, he lives here in Richmond. His what? dad, his dad, <laughs> his dad used to be a professor at the school I teach at. So it was, we just actually just met recently, but uh, like immediately connected and stuff. So nice. Um, so yeah, if nice. you ever want to get on the get on a podcast with it, <laughs> yeah. So um, and right. like I, I, you know, if you know anybody that would be you know good for our podcast, feel free to connect because we're okay. always just trying to add stuff. But like I said, man, like I really, really um, want to you know get you involved in some of the stuff we're doing, and and when we when we do get this stuff going in Montana, because we just got the land in October and there's nothing on it, but we're moving quickly to try to get buildings and stuff. But, uh, you yeah. know, I think it would be amazing to have you out there doing, doing a workshop yeah. and, and, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. I, I, I look forward to it. I, and I think I already have like three people in my head that are maybe four. I, I can just send you away. Are you looking for professional athletes or are they just, just athletes that have tapped into their creativity? I, I mean, I like, I'm all over the place. Like I actually okay. just, I, you know, I've actually somebody from Stanford. I'd done a person in the Stanford. Um, he's like a writer, but he writes mm -hmm. about sports. And then he connected me with actually a current baseball player. That's an artist. So it can mm -hmm. be, you know, I mean, it's obviously, I like the mix that we have where I'm like, I'm talking to doctors, I'm talking to professional athletes, retired athletes, current college athletes. So I like that mix where it's like, we have somebody like you that has, you know, a bigger reputation, but then the next person I have might be like a, a college athlete that is just building it. So that to me is a great mix. So yeah, whoever, awesome. man, like it's, it's, to me, it's just, you know, like, I love being able to promote your story and what you're doing and and that's you, that's man. what's thank what's you. cool so thank you so much thank yeah you man so much, no man. like yeah. as i said man this has been a blast and look forward to yeah like, continuing the blast, conversation yeah, yeah all of the above man so thank you so much man <laughs> cool. all right yeah well, stay well and like you i said too. i'll i'll let you know you stay safe yeah 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 <laughs> yeah safe and well yeah, exactly um right. and i'll let you know like I said, I think it'll be that date I gave you and, and I'll, I'll probably just snip out a, an image from this and do a little promo stuff and, and all that stuff and okay. feel free to share it. So, all right. That sounds good. If you need an image, let me know. But yeah, yeah. I think, um, what's, what was label Yeah. label sent me, yeah, sent yeah, me an image. Like, what is our name? Yeah. That's a great name, man. My name's so damn boring and it, it's an, it's a <laughs> idiot Senator from Wisconsin's name. Too, so I try to like, no, it's good. Run, uh, run, run. I'm like, huh? What? <laughs> I'm like, you can't run. <laughs> Like, yeah, we'll call your name. Like, I had, I had some decent speed back in the day. It's been a long time. So, um, so cool. All right, well, have an awesome day, man. And again, it's a pleasure. All right. Huge, huge thank you to Prince for coming on the podcast today. 
literally, uh, I could talk and listen to him all day long. I'm really looking forward to talking more with him in the future. Love his optimism, his energy, uh, really appreciate his vulnerability and honesty in talking about his past. Again, make sure to follow him on Instagram at Prince A-D-J-R. And you can also check out his webpage, which is PrinceDanielsJr.com. Do not forget to listen to our other podcast on the Abstract Athlete Network, The Abstract Doctors with Dr. G and Dr. C. You can follow us at theabstractdoctors.com and on social media under The Abstract Doctors. And One Man's Ethos, the Tony Mandridge podcast, which you can follow on social media at One Man's Ethos. Or you can check us out at onemansethos.com. You can also follow Tony on Instagram at Tony Mandridge or on Twitter at Tony underscore Mandridge. And you can also check out his incredible photographs at TonyMandridge.com. Thank you for listening to the Abstract Athlete Podcast. Stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com, and our social media outlets for future events, pop-up exhibits, podcasts, and other information, including daily creative training journals and subscription boxes. See you next time when we talk with artist and current hammer thrower, shot putter, and discus thrower at Tennessee State University, Hope Dyson. Thank you as always, and do not forget to exercise the body, and do not forget to exercise the mind. Stay well out there.